Welcome back to the Talking Hedges eight-part cannabis business plan. We kind of give you an idea from A to Z, how to start a cannabis business. We started off with how to build the ideal team. Then we went into target market and who you might be selling to, as well as the category prices of those items, where to sell them, what time, went into detail. And then from a CFO standpoint, we were talking about investing. Are you going to be issuing equity or debt, a convertible note? And then now is the pitch deck. We're going to be wrapping all of this together. We're going to talk about investment decks, the ask, the use of funds, all of that coming up. It's only entertainment. Welcome back to the Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. I'm going to give you a couple of examples of a pitch deck and what it should look like in the exact layouts, but real quick. Here's seven tips to a successful investment deck. You want to identify the business plan goals. You want to make sure that within the first couple of slides, people know exactly what the business is and what you're looking for. You want to know your audience. That's the investor audience. You want to understand your market. In this case, it's cannabis or hemp or whatever else your, your business plan is. Number four is, is a little tricky because most people don't ever identify their roadblocks and what's preventing them from being able to move forward. But you need to identify what your needs are. Are you just looking for money or do you need something? And don't be afraid to list that because it's going to build trust if you do. Number five is what sets the business apart. This is your secret sauce and how you're better than the competition. Number six, you'd be surprised how many people don't introduce the team and in some cases the product. <laughs> Uh, number seven is to create a summary with a call to action. That's generally uh, the ask slide. And most people don't. They think that it's it's not legal to do that. And it's been legal for a long time. You can look at uh, you know Obama signing that in uh, for, I think it was like the Small Business Act or something. So don't be afraid to put in the ask. You can even put, you know, financials available, um, you know, uh, upon request. So that is the seven tips to a successful investment deck. Let's take a look at, at an actual couple examples. Real quick, here's a list of, I don't know, close to 50 different investment decks that I've reviewed personally. These are all available on my YouTube page. All you have to do is look it up by the name, uh, the video name. Um, but these are the ones that, that meet the criteria. Do they have the goals or do they talk about uh, the audience? Do they know the, the market? the needs and roadblocks, the secret sauce, the team and product and the summary. And most of them don't, all right? Um, but those that that get you know 70% or above, these are good ones to take a look at. Some of these are companies that have a huge budget, Grassroots, Cure Leaf, Planet 13, Green Thumb, Ianthus. These are all huge companies with flossy decks you can take a look at to see what they used. And these are a good option. Again, this is the playlist here. The do's and don'ts of an investment pitch deck you might want to watch is 45 minutes, but I go into depth on the do's and don'ts of an investment pitch deck. So if there's um, ones that you want to watch where I really go into it a lot longer than this particular episode, definitely go into that. Uh, for this episode, we um, talked about a, a specific pitch deck. So let's take a look at that example. Here's the example that we use. I'm going to run through this really quick before I show you a deck that I made. This is just an example. It's got um, you know disclosure statement, and then it talks about who they are. This is where you're going to establish what the business plan is. Here's your intro and what you're going to be talking about. This is what your business model is, and this is um, how you're going to explain how you know what the industry is. 
The total addressable market is a really stupid slide, but you're gonna need to put that in there when you talk about how uh, many hundreds of million, billions of dollars the industry is worth. Uh, the current business assessment is talking about how you're going to get there. You're talking about how the industry is huge. Well, how are you going to you know, be a part of that? Then you want to talk a little bit more about what you have and where the market opportunity is, as well as why you chose the particular route you did and who's there and how uh, you're going to be a, of influence. Um, how much money you're going to make would be, you know, maybe the next slide, what the costs are and associated with your product or service uh, and how you're different. So this is kind of talking about your secret sauce or why you're better or different than the competition. I want to talk about the growth strategies, what you have, what you've done, you know, maybe some intellectual property, what's, uh, you know, really what's, what's worth the money. After that, you want to talk about maybe the team and the, definitely talk about the, the products and services as well. And uh, this is really quick so that people can go on LinkedIn and look at it later. The ask slide is as how much money are you going to be raising and what are the use of funds? And you could do this in a couple of different ways. The ask slide isn't specific, but a lot of different ways to, to create that. There are some slides that you can have prepared and put into the appendix as well. And so some of these uh, should definitely be in there like pro forma financial statements and things like that. If people in the crowd ask, you can either tell them they're available uh, upon request, you'll email it to them, um, but you could also have it prepared and ready and just give a, a quick 15 second response and then tell them we'll talk later as well. You want to create some stuff in advance, knowing what the questions are. You, you want to keep these to like 10, 20 minutes tops uh, and leave them wanting more. Don't be afraid to not Ask, answer questions because you want them to be engaged. If you answer all of their questions, they're not going to be engaged and be incredibly bored. Keep it short and then make it interactive. So this is a deck that I made for an app that we have. This is not cannabis related and it's not completed. It's a lot longer than it should be, uh, but this is kind of where I'm going to start and then I'll shave some down. I just kind of wanted to show you before I get to that final editing point where, where I'm at, you want to start off with a really good template. Um, you want to have it to be look professional and have a, a good layout. So this is the homepage. Like I mentioned, you're going to go into... Uh, you know, a quick disclosure before talking about why are you there? Immediately saying this is a capital raise, we're raising money. Bam. Okay. Now I know this is where you're going to talk about your business, some key facts. Why should anybody care? Who are you? So why are you there? And who are you? Then you're going to talk about the total addressable market. And you're going to say, oh yeah, cannabis industry is worth billions and it's great. Yada, yada. Um, this is the problem statement. The problem statement, you know, maybe uh, the problem statement for you is, um, you know, it's not gassy enough. It's not fire enough. Whatever your problem statement is, ours is that, you know, you got to get emotions out of uh, investing. If you want to trade pot stocks, you can't be emotional. This is another imagery of the same thing to give people kind of that, that mental imagery or concept of the cycles of uh, emotion, for example. Uh, and this is the solution, a problem statement and solution. So we're going to do X, Y, and Z. We're going to remove emotions, use technology, get results. Uh, how are you going to do that? This is the performance. The numbers speak for themselves. We're amazing. 
Um, and then we're, we're launching new products or new services or these, um, you know, we're expanding, scaling, automating, whatever. Uh, we've launched new products like, like options and cryptocurrency. And so that's what you kind of want to get into. Maybe you need to explain if you're um, a lab technician or, um, you know, specialty concentrate or something, maybe you have to explain how you um, are going to be utilizing nanotechnology for, you know, a faster uptake or whatever. Um, this could be that explanation slide. Um, for us, it's about automating, fully automated execution and using AI machine learning with predictive analytics to automatically trade for you. That requires a little bit more explanation. Maybe you don't need that. These are more explanations. So this could be some of your maybe uh, product slides where you kind of go into your different products. We have um, uh, market downside predictors, market upside predictors. Um, you know, right before Biden got elected, pot stocks went through the roof and we knew a month in advance. And so this is one of our predictors, whatever. And then this is the new thing, the new, new thing. So you can talk about solventless products or CBG or CBN. You, this is a story. You want to just kind of create this story and keep going with it. And so our performance of 876% trading cryptos last year, and you're, you're driving this um, an engaging story. And you want to have this storyline where uh, each slide leaves off from the other one and gets more and more exciting and tells a story. Um, our target market, you know, you're looking at hemp and CBD and pharmaceuticals and wellness and whatever, you know, we're going after retail and institutional investors and everybody. Um, okay, well, cool. What's your traction? How well have you been doing? What are your sales? Um, how consistent is that? What's the year over year compounded annual growth rate uh, and so on? Uh, and and how were how did you get there and what are you doing? Are you using social media or press release or um, heaven forbid you're using um, you know celebrities or whatever? It tend to not not work very well in cannabis. Um, basically, how are you getting there? Who are your competitors? All right, and then you're going to be talking about how are you better? What is it that you offer? And why should anybody care if? If you say oh, we're the Uber of cannabis, well, why wouldn't I just use Uber? You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you why are you different? Why are you better? If that company could just switch today, why would I invest in you if Uber can deliver cannabis like they are up in Canada? Maybe you want to talk about your milestones. How did you get where you're at? Is, um, is there a story behind that? Altruism is great if you yourself are epileptic patient, um, you know, and you're using it for therapeutic purposes. I think you know, if, if you're just a get high, probably not a great story. Uh, if you're just a um, unapologetic capitalist, probably not a great story. If you had a hedge fund and you are a you know, professional asset manager, that's maybe the exception. Uh, I think we're, the market is maturing and people want to see that there are executives, Fortune 100 company, uh, people managing it. And so um, don't be afraid to put in, you know, your background, whether it's straight cannabis or not, people are investing in leadership and management, uh, just as much, if not more than their product. And so talking about your milestones and how you got there, I think it is an important story about longevity and, um, you know, your, your foresight and how you're going to survive through volatility. So I explained a little bit in the last slide about the progress we made. This is the progress the industry is making. 
Um, so I talk about the the evolution of digital wealth management. You don't maybe don't necessarily need this uh, unless you're like a concentrate company. Then you could talk about you know the reason why we're solventless is because um, regulatory concerns and you always need a solventless product on the shelf in case you know some regulators um, flip their mind and, and don't want solvents. Yada yada. You can talk about um, you know that that also slide is is um, the risks are the um, roadblocks, right? So needs and roadblocks is maybe you need uh, a really good compliance person and, um, you know, crystal ball. <laughs> so I talked about how the company has emerged and evolved and how the industry has emerged and evolved. And so uh, these are examples. So we initially were offering, you know, custom portfolios, you know, everybody was, and then we created an app and then we did fully automated execution on desktop. So I'm talking a little bit more about our products and how um, things are advancing and um, driving and scaling. And um, you know, if you have any kind of traction, this is kind of getting towards the, um, the money part where you're gonna be asking people. And so you wanna remind them how much progress you've made specifically, not just in that, um, in that timeline or milestone. Future concepts, this is FOMO, right? So you're going to be saying, okay, we might be having uh, these other products. I wanted to make it fun too. So I'm putting like a oh, high resolution return on investment and stainless, instead of stainless steel watch, it's stainless steel option, stock options. So trying to make it fun, but, um, but engaging too. I don't know if anybody will actually get my humor on that, but that's okay. Uh, and then here's, um, you know, another quick template about how to use the product, how to get there or whatever. So we have our supported platforms, you do A, B, and C, and then you're off to the races. Finally, we get to the cost of it all. Uh, it's a basic model, there's premium features and then you know advanced features. Um, maybe this is the part where you have your perform a financial statement and your uh, wholesale revenue expectations and or Hopefully you're actually making money and this is where you can put in your revenue, your strategic partners, anything else that's either going to get you money or how you're making your money. Of course, here's the team. I didn't put in everybody, um, but this is the part where you want to put in the team, maybe links to uh, LinkedIn, which I did not do that, uh, but that's something you might want to do. Any street cred. Anything else that you want to put in where you have, um, you know, awards or, or whatever else, intellectual property, uh, you want to basically try to differentiate yourself again uh, as best as you can, especially right before you start asking for money. So here are, here's the capital raise uh, part. We're asking uh, X dollars amount for X percentage and then financial projections available upon request. Here is the use of funds. So valuations on a post-revenue basis with the, the particular uh, instrument being a preferred shares. So not doing a convertible note um, so that it's tied to me and then you know tr uh, converts into equity down the road. Not going to do that. Straight up equity. Um, this is going to last, this million dollars is going to last us 12 months as we burn through $8,300 monthly. Previous round we had was 260,000. That was from a seed round from uh, and from the founders. And we're looking for a minimum investment of 100,000. We're going to be using the money for advertising, product development, marketing and sales, et cetera. This is what you would put in um, and create some kind of um, you know, follow-up after that. So you wanna say uh, 
maybe you know the thermometer where you know we're eight, we we've we've already um, taken in eighty six percent, so we're almost there. Uh, invest now, or you know, time is up. And at that point, you know, you want to ask for questions. And then, if anybody asks about regulations, this is the appendix. So I have all of these things, needs, and roadblocks, right? Advertising, um, whatever the roadblocks are, regulations. Um, if anybody asks, how do we invest in there? You know, just whatever you need or want or whatever, you put it in the appendix so that if or when people do ask, you have it available. Hopefully that gave you guys a pretty good idea of an outline on how to create a pitch deck. I think the hardest part is finding the right template to use. Don't have any um, tips for you on that one. Just make sure you guys try to include as many of these seven tips to a successful investment deck. Don't miss part six, automation, scaling, and expanding, as well as all of the part eight cannabis business plans from A to Z. Best of luck. Keep me posted. With that, we're going to roll this one up. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is The Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, or don't, and I'm out. Don't forget to smash that like button on your way out and check out these other videos that we've got. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe host of Casually Baked, the podcast. If you're curious to explore the highly responsible side of cannabis, farming, and legalization, I'm here to help lighten the stigma and build your can of confidence. Download episodes now of Casually Baked, the podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. And journey with me through the evolving cannabis culture and discover how and why people like you are adding cannabis to their wellness toolkit. It's time to get casually baked.